0: Hey, hi, everybody, and welcome to the very first Quick bite of the Double XP podcast. This is going to be a new segment that we're going to be doing for the weeks that we are just extremely busy and hectic with the world and work and life and everything going on in our own personal lives. So we're doing a new thing called Quick Bite, which is basically the news that we found out about the week prior and that we wanted to share with you no matter what. So these little segments, they'll be periodically scattered throughout the seasons through the podcast. With that being said, uh, anywhere between 10 to 15 minutes long, just enough to like get you to work or back home from work during that commute or just something to listen to while out for a walk or something. Uh, so hopefully they're insightful, they're fun, and all that fun jazz. So uh, as we take this one off, sorry, it's all new to me too, so I'm just winging it i'm mike and joining me today all the way from the great land of scotland
1: is patrick totally not patrick but hi i'm jamie it's jamie hello apparently hi, i brought the construction crew with me today Ooh, did you now yeah oh that sounds sweet you're podcasts. gonna let them be a part of the podcast too uh yeah i think they're just gonna come through and start introducing themselves.
0: All right, when Big Larry comes in, let me know, because he owes me $5. Sounds good to me. All right. All right, Jamie, you're all the way from Scotland. You're a gamer. You're a nerd. Uh, For the people who have no idea who you are, because anybody that listens to this has no idea who you are, uh, nope. tell us a
1: little about yourself and a little about your gaming history. Uh, So I came up with a womb with a controller in my hand. And uh, no, I started playing video games when I was around six. My dad got me a PlayStation 1, and it was the usual Crash Bandicoot and Spyro. And then from there, I just sort of grew up around video games. I thought they were cool. I thought they were a great way to escape. And as I've gotten older, just sort of stuck around.
0: Nice, nice. You start with the PlayStation 1, just like majority of people, but some people did start with the Atari, the uh, Nintendo Super Sega, the N64. The Nintendo,
1: I'm afraid...
0: Nintendo people
1: seem so happy, though. I think they just be like, oh, I play Pokemon Go, but.
2: Mm -mm." It's more of a mobile game. Well, yeah.
0: Nice, nice. Well, it's great to have everybody know who you are and all that fun jazz. So, Jamie, you're going to help me do the very first quick bite of double XP. So you ready to jump into this and give these people the fun little bits of news that we found out from the week prior? I'll do my best. All right. So, Jamie, starting off, we've got the Borderlands 3 Director's Cut. Uh, from Indeed, us knowing one, knowing each other for as long as we have and all that fun jazz, I know that you are a uh, solid fan of Borderlands, probably not particularly number three, but you do have a mm-hmm. good keen insight about this stuff. So what are your outtakes, and uh, what can you tell us about the
1: Director's Cut? So I haven't played it. I downloaded it last night. Um, from the looks of it, there's going to be vault cards, which seem like season passes, um, which adds more cosmetics. I feel I feel like the director's cut could be good, depending on what it adds from the scenes that There's going to be some developer insight. There's going to be maybe some new scenes. They weren't too specific on if they're going to be added to the game or if you can just view them. I know they showed one on Twitter, and it was a scene where a character dies. And they sort of go more into their death. No spoilers for people who haven't played that game. but Nice. nice. But yeah, it, right. it could be cool. I know that there's a raid boss and a couple of new guns and cosmetics and stuff. So
0: Yeah, so the official trailer's already launched. You can watch it on YouTube right now. Uh, we'll also include it in the episode description below. Uh, yeah. Just off the news article itself, Borderlands 3 Director's Cut is available now. This add-on is available for purchase separately and includes both the Borderlands 3 Ultimate Edition and Borderlands 3 Season Pass 2. That's the one thing I did not get about Borderlands 3. There's technically two Season Passes. Indeed. Like, how much content can one game have? Not enough, apparently. Guess not. I
1: feel like the Season 2 one's going to be a bit more toned down with actual expansions. And more, because I know that they added the Arms Race game mode, which I haven't had the time to sit down and play. But I know it's more of a mode than an expansion.
0: Gotcha. And the raid boss is something that came over from Borderlands 1 and 2 because there was always that fun little secret boss you can go fight. Once you beat it,
1: it just drops weapons, grenades, armors galore. I did see that they reduced the legendary drop in Borderlands 3, which is kind of good considering that they drop... So much.
0: We'll see. So, somebody who just bought Borderlands today, this Monday, uh, what is today? April the 12th? Yeah, April 12th, 2021. I finally purchased Borderlands 3 and installed it. It is installing right now upstairs. Uh, I used to have it, but never played it beforehand. Bought it for PlayStation. No one got it for PlayStation, so I had no one to play with. So, I was like, let me get it for Xbox. At least I know people who played but on you Xbox.
1: You never finished it? Oh, no. I know I'm a horrible gamer. Oh, you get the experience of the 14-year-old called Ava who everyone hates. <gasps> yeah, she sounds magical.
0: I love her. All right, next up, uh for you Dead by Daylight fans, there is a lot coming to this game here very soon. Uh what we had in the article for us to go off of was just the hooking update. They are changing the way that you uh, struggle while on the hook on your second phase of being hooked. But as of yesterday and between 15 minutes ago, there has been even a bigger update that's coming out. And we're going to give a rundown of everything that's coming through. And this will also be included in the episode description. Uh, so for Dead by Daylight fans, they know when you are down by a killer, they pick you up and they hook you. The first hook, you're just sitting there. you got a solid 30 seconds before you go into a struggling state. And in the struggling state, you're supposed to go into a button mashing phase. And from there, you're supposed to mash either the space bar, the A button, or the X button. And with that, try to uh, keep it going. That way, the entity doesn't kill you and end you for the game. Now that they are changing that from a button mashing over to a skill check. So you'll randomly get skill checks that you have to pay attention to. That way, you do not get killed by the entity.
1: I mean, it took them long enough to do it. So I commend them for actually adding this feature.
0: Yeah, I mean, just uh, think about it. The fun little team over there probably gets hate mail left and right because of all the stuff that's going on. Because it's it's I survivor it them, favored or it's her. killer favored, and then here they are with just everything, just like, hey, we've heard this, so we're changing
1: that, or get over it. The game's been out what four or five years now. Yeah, just I'm about. I'm thinking it's come a long way. I mean, I physically hate it, and honestly, the only update I'm hoping for is when they f- finally shut down the servers so I can end the addiction that I have with that game. It but, is an
0: unholy addiction for me as well. I put too many hours into it. You
1: uninstalled it just to reinstall it in the same day.
0: Yeah, that was fun. Thank you, Tara. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so some of the rundowns of the other updates that are coming through, we read about this earlier. Uh, the Huntress is getting a little bit of a nerf. So when she has iridescent head on, she'll only be able to
1: carry one hatchet. Indeed, no matter the add-ons. So what was it, the military belt that changed it? So it could be three? Yes. Yes, so that will no longer stack.
0: So you'll get one. Uh, The twins, uh, Charlotte and Victor, they are getting a little bit of a tweak. Increased cooldown after successfully downing Survivor with Victor from 3 seconds to 5 seconds. Camera controller can immediately be restored when taking control of Charlotte, the big one. Uh, Silent cloth increases undetectability duration to 20 seconds when you take over Charlotte. Uh, Perk updates, small game, lucky break, soul gar, open hand, zanish tactics, borrowed time, and object of possession are all getting tweaks. Uh, The biggest one is going to be uh, for me is Lucky Break in Borrowed Time. Lucky Break used to be it wouldn't let your blood be seen for the duration of the skill. Now it won't let your blood... Uh, Yeah, it's a UE perk. Yes. Now it's uh, doing to where it won't see your blood or your scratch marks for the 70, 80, or 90 seconds, which is phenomenal because it's going to come in great. That's literally a Lucky Break right there. Use (laughs) that with Diversion and you're square. Like just run up to a locker, slam the locker shut, and then run away. <laughs> I already have like a I already have a build in my head: diversion, lucky break, a sprint burst.
1: Oh, a selfish build. I see. I see.
0: Absolutely. Screw everybody else. I'm trying like to get out alive. The true survivor. I know we're the best. And then the other one that's going to be a good one is borrowed time. So now instead of being in the killer's radius, it's just whenever you unhook somebody with borrowed time, they get the borrowed time. Which is great. This
2: Although is I did like borrowed time in the very time. beginning.
0: right? Yeah, because in the very beginning, it was if you unhooked them inside the, the terror radius, you and the other person being unhooked
1: got borrowed time, so you both can get hit and it wouldn't down you or hurt you. What are they doing to toolboxes? I remember reading that, but I didn't read into it. Toolboxes. The chances to receive a skill check while using
0: a toolbox is increased. Uh, Change the toolbox feel more inactive while they are using it, and a total not because the designer has a skill check. Oh, I see, I see. And then hatchets, I mean hatches, are going from a 30 second shutting to a 10 second shutting if you open
1: it with a key. The big key change, I wonder how survivors will feel about that. Mm. They all better be together, that's all I gotta say.
0: Uh, The Demi Googler, also known as the Demi Gorgon from uh, Stranger Things series from Netflix, it's getting uh, increased speed while in the portal, reduced cooldown after exiting a portal, uh, increases undetectability link after exiting a portal, and then Nightmare, a.k.a. Freddy Krueger, is getting a massive change. So uh, all this will also be included in the notes below, which you can go uh, quickly read whenever at your own leisure. Again, the this is the quick fight, so... We're... Today, right? Uh, tomorrow. So, actually, oh, when this airs.
1: And the cold wind farm change as well.
0: Oh yeah, they're getting rid of the corn.
1: No, the corn's there, it's just gonna be more oh. sunny. Oh, great. Yeah, <laughs> and it's more yellow, not brown.
0: You think the corn will start popping?
2: <laughs> I hope not. That'd be fun, though.
1: Not if you're, like, crouched behind it, and then it scares you. Just like crouch down behind the corner, went for the killer to pop, like pass, and then all you hear is pop, 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 Oh no. So what is next, my friend? Next we have... Outsider!
0: Outriders. Not outsiders. Outriders. I feel like an outsider when I play it, let me tell you. Well, you should, because it never lets you join games for nothing. Nope.
1: I think that's a cross-gen problem. The more I think about it. Yeah... Us poor people. (laughs) Uh, Outriders developers want you
0: to feel overpowered despite the nerfs for the three classes. So three classes recently received nerfing, but they still want you to feel like you're powered. Uh, The patches are to numerous abilities across the Trickster, the Techromancer, and the Pyromancer. Which is sad because I play a Trickster and you play a Pyromancer.
1: Yeah, so it's I don't know how I feel about them nerfing things. Although, it's ironic that they nerfed everything and then everyone's inventories have been recently removed. Maybe it wasn't intentional. Maybe it was intentional. Because they've had,
0: what, three patches in the past week and those patches have really screwed over people's games from removing their inventory, resetting their progress, or deleting their entire story mode.
1: So far, I feel like things are bullet-spongy, but we haven't progressed too far into the game to know if things need a nerf. I will say I would more focus on maybe balancing the game in terms of getting it to run than we focus on nerfing classes so far. But if they feel like it's needed, then I guess we are not developers. We are not.
0: We are nothing but consumers who... Uh, Take the games that people make, and then we turn around and give back our full judgment and critiques to them about something that we paid money for that they put blood, sweat, and tears and crunch into, and they expect us to be extremely happy about it. But here in 2021, especially in America, if we
1: don't like it, we let people know immediately. I have heard that. I have observed that, too. I mean, I'm not too mad because I got it on Game Pass. So for me, it's just a game that I can pick up and play it is unfortunate to not be able to play it as much as i would have liked to because i did have my eye on it especially with the maybe more than twice it got pushed back and it was released in the state it was but from the little pieces we have been able to play together i really enjoy that game and i really hope that with a bit more care and maybe a bit more support from the people then it can get to a
0: playable state yeah, because that's the biggest thing. I think they were just trying to push it out and get it out because I didn't think they want the same backlash as. Uh,
1: Don't say the it. game that. Yeah. Okay. Y'all know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Rhymes with not anthem. N- not anthem. Not anthem. <laughs> I was thinking uh, it rhymes with Kriber Stunk. Oh, that game. Oh, I've heard about that game. Have you? Unfortunately. Oh,
0: well, that happens. Next up with a fun click bite is about Deathloop. Uh, This is a Bethesda game from Arcane. Uh, We've made the decision to delay the launch of Deathloop to September 14th, 2021. We're committed to the quality and preserving our team's astonishment. I cannot read. I am illiterate. (laughs) Our team's ambitions for death loop while ensuring the health and safety of everybody at arcane we're going to use this extra time to create a more fun stylish and mind-bending player experience we do apologize for the extended wait and thank you all for your passion and excitement we hope to see you soon on the death loop so this came straight from the uh game director and art director they posted a twitter giving like the hey this is what's happening sorry about this but we thank you for your excitement and everything else that's going on so death loop is like i said a game from bethesda and with it you are playing uh, a assassin who is reliving a day loop and he has to kill eight different targets within one day but also everything can change You cannot get this through on one playthrough. If you do, you are phenomenal, or you cheated. (gasps) But while you are... Oh yeah, there's no such thing as cheating. We'll talk about that in a minute. But while you're trying to kill these eight targets, you are also being hunted by another assassin. Is the assassin AI controlled or player controlled? That I'm not 100% sure on. I should have done a little bit more research on it. But that from what cool. I saw in the uh, like the debut trailer for this game, it looked like it was AI control, but it also learns your patterns, methods, and techniques. Oh, but no, if it I was player control too, just hopping into a random game and seeing like a random assassin going around trying to do something, and your only objective is to kill that assassin?
1: I feel like now that I know about it, because you told me about the game, I love Arcane, I love the Dishonored franchise, There are some really great people that can do some really cool stuff on YouTube with, like, kills in those games. So I cannot wait to see how people get creative with Deathloop. I feel like most games are getting a bit delayed these days, but... I mean, they do it for a reason, I suppose.
0: I mean, they're trying to stay healthy, keep uh, social distancing a thing and all that fun stuff. And then also just trying to make sure that their team, which... Who is responsible on
1: making the game is Mm -hmm. able to make the game and honestly i think it should be given credit to many game developers that have been able to produce some quality games during the pandemic Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. and then next up the electronic entertainment expo more commonly known as e3 is finally coming back this year after being cancelled in 2020 due to the ongoing corona pandemic so E3 will be coming back this year. It will be returning on June twelfth to the fifteenth. Is it free for everyone?
1: I saw something about it being free.
2: Yes, it's a free event for everyone. Do we? Because it's online. Ah, beep. I think Bethesda's gonna be there. <laughs> yes. I'm just trying to scroll through these articles because it's talking about uh,
0: Nintendo, Xbox, Capcom, Niantic, Ubisoft, Take-Two, Interactive, Warner Brothers, Games,
2: will all oh, be attending. Be the ones that will not be attending are EA, Sony, and Activision Blizzard. Oh.
1: But Sony, so that's do something to look for now, to. right? Say who now? Sony do their own thing now, right? They do like the uh, player experience, I believe. It's been a minute
2: since they had one. But it's solely
0: about like stuff from their first parties or their like indie developers yeah. and everything. That's
1: all about the Sony ecosystem. We love the Sony ecosystem. I don't know anything about the Sony ecosystem because I am a little Xbox gremlin, but. I know things about Sony because I have a PlayStation. You tell me every single day. PlayStation Vita. Oh, didn't they discontinue those? They discontinued
0: the production of them and they're shutting down the store in August. Damn goes all my Vita games. I know, I better download all mine real quick.
2: (laughs) Uh, Speaking of
0: downloading something, Diablo 2 Resurrected playable alpha test kicks off this weekend. This weekend that just passed. Uh,
1: I've heard nothing but good things.
0: Exactly. It did not include a multiplayer and it's limited to three of the seven playable character classes amazon barbarian and sorceress uh the feedback that i've been seeing from the people who have been streaming it the people who have been writing articles about it uh it's been nothing but good things and i was introduced to diablo and diablo 3 yeah same so going to be able to go back and put some hours into diablo 2 which is very funny because i'm going backwards in a game series that's (laughs) gonna be nice trying to see like what happened before diablo 3 and see where uh my verdict will stand on the franchise of the game, because I loved the third one. I put a lot of hours into it via... I had it for PlayStation 4
1: and Switch. I feel like the only thing I've seen negative about Diablo 2 is the fact that because many people got introduced via Diablo 3, the... um, Diablo 2 is multiplayer, right? Yes. Okay. So the only downside I've seen is that the things that we're accustomed to in Diablo 3 are not the same in Diablo 2. Which is understandable, it was an older game. But things like inventory management and movement feel a bit different. But aside from that, people say it is a great experience. There you
0: go, there you go. If you had to pick a class from Diablo, who would you be? Always
1: a necromancer. Always a necromancer? Me too! Me too! Always the necromancer. I hope they arrive in Diablo Four, but so far I think only four classes have been shown off in that game. So
0: I always liked uh, being able to summon a little, like whenever somebody died and you had a necromancer on your team, it like left a body of like it just left like a little pile of bones or gore. I would oh like God, re-resurrect I them.
1: I like resurrect fish.
0: them and have them like
1: run out, or other than that, I just like make them bomb. So if people got around them, I just blow them up. If not a necromancer, uh, definitely a witch doctor. Just because I like the fish and the toads. The fish and the toads? Fish and the toads and fire bats. Fire bats were pretty nifty.
0: That sounds like a unique dish right there. (laughs) First (laughs) off, we will serve you the flaming fish. And then we have the elegant toad. Followed by the flame brulee bat.
1: I mean, I don't think I would eat it. But I'm just used to haggis. So, you know you sir watch your tone that is my national food it's okay we have twinkies and you don't thank jesus (laughs) i recently got introduced to a ho-ho and a ding-dong and i (laughs) i feel like i was being insulted rather than being told a food type but oh
0: fun times
1: yay american snacks ho-hos and ding-dongs right
0: and then the last little bit of news is Ubisoft requires middleware developer GameBlockers to bolster its servers' side anti-cheat efforts.
1: I read that article. I had no idea what was going on. So I'm going to leave this one to you.
0: GameBlocks was founded in 2012 that uh, specializes in anti-cheat gameplay management and performance monitoring. This is now something that Ubisoft has acquired to introduce into their servers to help fight against people who cheat on their online games. So uh, it's going to come in very good handy. I know for a fact, like my brother, he plays a fun example. He plays dead by daylight on PC, but it has that software that runs in the background. When you try to load it on PC that checks for any type of cheats or any Mm -hmm. type of like mods or anything. And I know he will always get kicked off the game because his computer reads a certain program as a mod, but the program is something from his computer manufacturer that turns his <laughs> RGB lights on.
1: Makes sense. I know, if right? Come me, on! an entire subdivision of like the gaming world that just involves cheating and websites involve cheating and anti-cheats. I mean, when I was growing up, uh, G4 TV, which is
0: something we here have in the States. I don't know if y'all have it over the, across the pond or not. Probably uh, not. Probably not. Okay, well, it was, a, it was a literally a TV channel dedicated to video games. It's all they talked about. Video games and entertainment all day, every day, except after dark. And then that's when the men's show would come on in Reno 911. But uh, they had a...
1: Cool. Um, well,
0: we had those two, but they had one show on there called Cheat that was hosted by Kristen Holt. And she would literally talk about a bunch of different games and, like, all the different types of cheat
1: codes that can go with those games. And I was and like, this is what rest. I want to do with my life. I still have old, like, cheat manuals from certain games. from the. There was a game on PlayStation 2 called Prime Evil that I had, like, a bunch of cheat codes for. I don't know if you've ever played. It was a great game about a gargoyle and a girl who was an emo. It was fantastic. But the cheat codes for that game were insane. Prime Evil game. I am googling this right now. You played as like a little... You would have loved it. There was different forms. It was like the cameo before cameo. She was in a nightclub, her boyfriend got stabbed, she woke up in a coma, she had like demon horns and claws.
0: Immortal Instruments? I can't remember
1: the name of her little gargoyle companion. It was an amazing game.
0: Sounds like it. Well, I mean, that was PlayStation 1, so that's that's way back then. It'd be fun if they that remade PlayStation it.
1: PlayStation 2.
0: Oh, was it? Yeah, my bad. You can tell I'm well prepared for these
2: things. It sounds like it. I know. I'm just winging it. Like I
0: said. (laughs) Oh, with that, Jamie, that is all of our fun little quick bites for the day. Do you have anything that you want to say or whatnot before we leave the show?
1: Uh, I was gonna burst into the Scottish national anthem, and then I was gonna wear my kilt, and then I was gonna play my bagpipes. But uh, I think I'm good. You think you're good? I think I think I can hold back on that. Alright, alright. Well,
0: that, okay. I don't know. I would have loved to heard the bagpipes. I heard them at my high school graduation. It was very odd.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just like a sheep's stomach, I think.
0: Yeah, just blowing out air, so basically it's a sheep fart.
1: I don't know why Scotland is so obsessed with murder of sheep what did the sheep ever do to the scottish i think there was a war there we was. don't really talk about it much because it brings hatred like if my parents hear that me talk about the sheep war oh it's over oh no well let's what avoid you- that it's for you to have me i hope i did well
0: you did splendid i mean i'm over here being a rambling mess but we did it so this was our <laughs> very did. first quick bite and you you helped pilot it so
1: thank you so much anytime my friend
0: awesome so with that everybody that wraps up our very first quick bite uh i want to apologize now i should have apologized in advance we're recording this off of an ipad so because i'm traveling and the phone <laughs> yeah right because <laughs> he's across the pond i'm traveling uh next time it will be a little bit more uh audible clearer uh because i'll have a professional mic and whatnot and i won't be using airpods uh but like i said this wraps up our very first quick bite so thank you so much for joining us today remember to like review us on all podcast platforms it really helps us out in the long run you can find me at bio mosley on twitter you can find patrick at blathringa on all social medias Uh, that is b-l-o-d-h-t-h-r-i-n-g-a only a few more episodes and i don't have to spell it and neither will he (laughs) And we want to thank you for tuning in for your very first double XP quick bite. Everyone have a good one.